welcome to the Skin in the City podcast. The city may not be for everyone, but skin is. I'm Casey Boone. And I'm Haley Kerfis, and we're here to have some fun. After 15 years in the beauty industry, I know a few things about skin. Join me and my friends to learn all about skincare, being an esthetician, and what it takes to be in this industry. Today's episode is sponsored by Glow Skin Care. If you're an esthetician, then you know that you're always going through towels. They're ripping, they're getting stained, and I have a solution for you. You need to try our glow towels. These towels are made with the super soft microfiber. They cover the face, neck, and decollete with one easy-to-use towel. They have a slit down the middle so it can easily wrap around your client's face. You're going to be obsessed You need these towels in your life. Um, They also come on a subscription, so that way you're getting fresh towels delivered to your door every single month. If this sounds like the towel for you, head to GlowSkinCareLA.com, go to ShopGlowSkinCare, and then you're going to use the code SKININTHECITY for 5% off these amazing towels. I just have to let you guys know that we normally don't do discounts on the towels because they're that good and they're that popular. So make sure you use that 5%. And uh, don't forget this Skin in the City code is also good for anything on Glow Skin Care's website. So enjoy. All right, Haley. Yeah, Case? (laughs) It's episode two. It is. I'm so excited that we're doing this. Um, too. I'm like, where do we even start? The magazine is out. It's live. It's live. So if you haven't gotten the magazine, you need to go get the magazine. It's available on digital. So it's like a digital flip book that literally looks like a magazine. It's also available for print. So let me break down really quick how you can get the magazine and how you can become a member of Skin in the City. So Skin in the City is not just skincare, it's a lifestyle for estheticians and just any beauty lovers, honestly. Um, this was created, obviously, by me, or maybe not obviously. I'm Casey Boone. I'm the owner of Glow Skin Care, and I'm also the creator of Skin in the City magazine, podcast, and we're calling this more than just a magazine and a podcast. It's a esthetician lifestyle. It's lifestyle, you guys. So that's me before we get any further. Haley, hi guys. Yourself. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Haley Kerfis. I am the operations manager at Glow Skin Care, and I am also the creative director for Skin in the City magazine and Casey's little sidekick on the podcast. And actual little sister. And actual little sister. And she created, or she came up with the idea, the name Skin in the City. Yes. So. Hats off to Haley, because once she came up with that name, our brains exploded with a million ideas on what to do with it. And now here we are with a magazine, a new podcast, and this whole... Okay, so let's get into this membership thing. Basically, you're going to go to our website, glowskincarelay.com. You're going to sign up for the Skin in the City membership. It's $2.99 a month, and that includes four magazines, digital magazines. So a quarterly magazine is coming out. We're going to be putting exclusive content and merchandise only on the member site. Like you're not going to be able to get it anywhere else. You also get a discount on the print magazine. 
And if you order this first print magazine, you're getting some free stickers that Haley made that are really, really cute. Did they get anything else? I feel um, like, that, oh, and, mm-hmm. okay, you listen to the podcast, you get that discount code, but you also get an extra special discount code if you're a member that you can use on uh, the Glow Skincare website. So it's a lot of things, you guys, and it's two ninety nine a month. Like, It's a good deal. It's a good deal. Just trust me, sign up, and enjoy. You're going to love it. I hope so. It's an investment in yourself and your business, and it's a write-off. Exactly. And here's the thing. You know, people DM me, email me, contact me in all these different ways asking for more information. They're asking for education. So here it is, you guys. This is all bundled together. It's beautiful. It's going to be fun to read. There's going to be cool people in the magazine. And you're getting that education. Right? It's kind of a win-win. I mean, I think so. <laughs> so, I mean, that's why we created it. So if you haven't signed up, go sign up. Let me know what you think. Let me know who you want to see in the magazine, on this podcast. I've got a few people lined up already. I'm very excited. Yeah, we're already starting on the second issue. We're already – holy shit. Like, yeah. we literally <laughs> – we literally just pushed like send on the first one and now we're gearing up for the second one. Yeah. I started on the cover this oh morning. Oh my God. Did you really? I was excited. <laughs> I'm like, okay, we're done. Let's go again. We're done. Round two. Ding, ding. I mean, already yesterday, Haley went on, we went on our afternoon walk yesterday after lunch. That's one of our new things. Let's get trying to get some steps in. Because if not, we're just sitting at the desk all day. And I was like, wait, like, are we doing this magazine for like a long time? Like, oh, my God. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) sure. We don't know. I guess, you know, obviously we just had the first one. But then I'm like, okay, this is like, this is real. Mm -hmm. Now we got to keep doing it. But we're committed. We're committed. I'm so proud of the magazine. You know, I feel like it's, like, all the things that I've been working on the past few years, like, coming to – I don't want to say coming to a head, but maybe I should. Ha ha. Mm-hmm. Coming to a head. Right. It's a pimple. But it's not going to, like, pop and exp- – oh, no, it is going to pop and explode. Oh, it's popping off. It's popping off, off like mm-hmm. your pimples Ew, or the extractions that you're going to do Gross. in your treatment room. Sorry, it's esthetician joke. I True. had to say it. Thank you. Um, which, speaking of esthetician, I am an esthetician. Haley's not. But no. she's, like – we need, like, a name for you. Like, mm-hmm. what are you? You're a beauty lover. I am. See, I'm the esthetician. You're the beauty lover. Perfect. But anyhow, we wanted to take you back to the <laughs> beginning of our lives, the day Haley was born. Not that far. And everything changed. No one needs to know all that. I mean, I'm sure we'll get into it over time, but. <laughs> no, we wanted to take you back to the beginning of my career, which also is kind of turning into Haley's career. It is. I mean, we have our individual, we're individual people with individual Believe careers. it or not, we are two separate people. We are two different people that happen to be sisters that are happening to run a business together. It's been good. It's been so good. So I think you guys heard in the first episode that, you know, Haley's worked for me multiple times. This is round two. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted to give you kind of like my full story. I get a lot of questions about how I got into the industry and, you know, how I got to the place where I am now, all that fun stuff. So I thought, like, let's just, you know, let's let's break it down. Um, 
I've been in the industry for 15 years. Wow. I've been a licensed esthetician for 14 years, I think. Something close to that. Yeah, I think 14 years. That sounds I think right. in June it'll be 14. I don't know. A long time. <laughs> <laughs> if you heard in the first episode, you know that I graduated high school semester early. I went to makeup school and then makeup school prompted me to go to esthetician school. But honestly, I've been a beauty f- lover my entire life. You can ask mom. Mom's like, you know, I was putting lipstick on at probably three or four years old. Right? There's an the- icon. Uh, such an icon. I was thinking about those pictures, and I think you know which ones I'm going to say, where I have lipstick literally all over my face. Mom wanted to take Christmas pictures of us. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. It's like – And, like, mom just, like, let me put the lipstick on. I'm like, mom, you should have at least, like, fixed it. It was, like, smeared all – it's, it's so funny. But that's just, like – it started all the way back then of me loving the beauty industry, if you really think about it, and, like, the glamorous – life wait i think you might have been the one who invented overlining your lips <laughs> now that we talk about the story it's not kylie it was me guys <laughs> no but literally it's like we should share the picture because it's like lipstick all over my face but like thank you mom for letting me do that letting me explore and letting me be myself because it's led me to this point yeah i don't overline my lips because i don't think it's cute but i know it's a trend right now you so. don't need to either I've just always been a trendsetter, even at the age of three. (laughs) So always a beauty lover. I remember another story. I don't even know if you know this one, Haley. I think I was like 13 and we're like at the, we're at the Jans Mall, I think. Mm. And there was this girl selling like a spa package. Do you know this story? No. Okay, there's a girl selling this spa package. It was probably some kind of weird scam or like, this is like before the Groupon days when they were just trying to get people into like the spas. And it was like, you know, for however much money, you can get a spa wrap and all these different treatments. And I would told mama, I was like, mom, like, I want this. You know, I was like 12 or 13. I'm like, I want this like for my birthday. And she got it for me. And like that, like, I've just ever since then, I've just been obsessed with spas and treatments. Like I'm a spa junkie. Haley is true. Haley loves a good spa day. Uh, That's like one of our things mm -hmm. is the spas. We go to the Korean spas. We've gone to fancy spas. We've gone to black market spas during COVID. (laughs) We've done it all. (laughs) Um, But I've just always had this. It's like I want all the services and all the upgrades and all the things. Right. I was actually talking with one of my clients, um, Rachel, and she was saying, and I want to have her on the podcast, by the way, but I want to. You know, she's like, you're a good esthetician because you do what you would want. And Mm. what I want is all the things. Rachel's so down for everything. Rachel is like so down for everything. Like last time when she was in, I was like, okay, do you want me to do this or this? And she looks at me and she's like, just do whatever. Like, don't ask me. Just do it all. And I was like, oh, yeah, of course. And I'm the same way. I'm like, bitches, you better upgrade me. You better (laughs) offer me that aromatherapy and that foot scrub and that all the scalp treatment. Like, I want all the things. So that goes all the way back to when I was a kid. And I feel like a lot of estheticians um, kind of have, like, similar stories. Like, they were just drawn to the beauty industry, the pampering, the whole thing. So it started when I was little. Went to esthetician school thinking that I was never going to do skincare and came out 
never doing makeup again. Yeah. <laughs> Barely doing my own makeup. So I get my first job at Total Women Gym and Spa. I think they're still around. I was I actually got the job in Woodland Hills, California, and we're actually sitting in my office in Woodland Hills, California. So funny how things come full circle. Um, I got a job as a licensed esthetician, as a receptionist, because as you guys know, or maybe you don't know, maybe you're thinking about becoming an esthetician. It can be challenging to get your first esthetician job to kind of like break through the the door, the mold, the... It's get your foot in the door. Thank you. Get your foot in the door. Mm -hmm. See Haley helping me with my words. It's hard to get your foot in the door. And, you know, I just always had – I was like, I'm going to get a job. And I remember talking with dad saying like, you know, how do you – everyone wants you to have experience. Mm -hmm. But how do you get experience without – someone giving you the opportunity so you know i was applying to jobs that everyone wanted at this time it was like you know they wanted five years of experience with the clientele or at least two years you know these are all the jobs that i was looking for probably like on craigslist or something (laughs) um i'm like where else did people look for jobs back in 2007 (laughs) craigslist craigslist yeah Yeah. and maybe Indeed? No. no. Indeed wasn't around. LinkedIn? It might have been. No, not LinkedIn. You just go door to door. Know. You I'm... just pass out your resume. Yeah. It was like you would hand them a physical printed out resume. Yeah. It's like people don't do that anymore. So anyhow, I land the job at Total Women, but they hire me as a receptionist, even though I'm a licensed esthetician. And they tell me, like, you know, you might have the opportunity to eventually, like, work your way up. So I'm like, great. I'm just mm-hmm. in the spa. I'm finally working in a spa. This is so exciting. I've made it. I've made it. <laughs> um, and I think that's kind of like having that mindset helped me like throughout my career because instead of being like I have to be an esthetician in the treatment room right away, I didn't uh, – here, look. I'm always in a rush, guys. I'm always in a rush. I'm impatient as shit. As I've gotten older, now that I'm almost 33 years old – I'm trying to work on my patients, um, but I was impatient as shit. But for some reason, I was still okay taking the job as a receptionist. And I'm telling you this because if you're beating yourself up that you're not like in the treatment room yet or you're not in the treatment room as much or you don't have as many clients, like be patient with yourself. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's it's hard when it's like this is the only thing you want and you're just so focused on it and everyone on Instagram is looking so amazing with their full books. But it's like just just take a minute. You'll get there. You will. You'll get there. And let me also remind you that Instagram is not real. You're just seeing the perfect parts of someone's not so perfect life, but mm-hmm. it looks perfect. Right. And there's a lot of smoke and mirrors. Um. And I'm lucky that I didn't have social media when I started as an esthetician. Lucky, not lucky, whatever. Um, Both. Just one less pressure at the time. One less pressure at the time for sure. So I work as a receptionist. I learned the ins and outs of just like how a spa is run, right? Scheduling clients and, you know, maneuvering estheticians and client and like selling products and the laundry and like all the stuff that you don't see on Instagram or mm-hmm. you don't see it really anywhere right it's the it's the nitty-gritty which really is not so glamorous that's the other thing if you really think about it being an esthetician is not that glamorous of a job we're 
making beds, popping pimples, washing faces, and then we got a shit ton of laundry. We got a lot of things to wash. Like, there's like it's it's like it's a physical job. It, it it's like blue collar, right? You're serving someone else. Correct. It's a it, we're in the service industry, mm-hmm. and when you think about service industry, like Haley said, you think blue collar. It's not like super super glamorous, like. We're kind of like the help. I mean, and that's not in a bad way. I love helping. That's why I got into this industry, right? Um, but just know that it's not always as glamorous as it looks no. on Instagram or no. anywhere else. But and that doesn't okay. take away from the job. I love it. I absolutely love it. And I think if you're listening and you're an esthetician, you probably love it too. You love to serve people. But just for anyone listening that, is thinking about being an esthetician and thinks it's just all glam. Mm-mm. It's not. Um, so anyhow, I worked at Total Women for about a year. I wind up getting in the treatment room. I'm working like half the time as a receptionist. I'm also waitressing at night. I'm really broke. And I'm. they let me have like one or two days in the Northridge Spa, which North Northridge, California. So it's not like the high-end clientele that I'm looking for, but they let me have a couple days in the treatment room. But it was, like, commission only, and I think I had, like, I wound up getting, like, one regular client. But Mm -hmm. there would be days where I would literally, and, like, I can tell you guys this now because you should never do this, where I'd be, like, hungover (laughs) sleeping in the treatment room because I wouldn't have any clients. And they weren't really guiding me on how the who what where when why of getting clients keeping a clientele um i was barely trained on like the products the service the protocols they kind of just threw me into it and they're like good luck um which happens in a lot of jobs okay maybe not as much anymore because again with social media and just how the industry has grown and changed i'm hoping that a lot more people are giving a lot more training but i think there's also like if you get hired at a corporate company or even a bigger business they just think oh you went to esthetician school you must know what you're doing bye good luck and instead i was sleeping in the treatment room and like uh, i was like i need to f- i need something more right i had that one client that like came, like started to come see me regularly which Gave me like a little bit of confidence, but still had no idea what I was doing. So I wind up getting a job at a medical spa about a year into having my license. Um, It was in West LA, which I was like, ooh, like I'm so cool going to West LA. That's a big jump from Northridge. It is. It (laughs) is. If you guys know LA, if you don't, it's a big jump. So went basically from the valley to the city. And other side note, I think this was when like, the hills was still out or no what was the other show after when like lauren and whitney and they're like doing fashion what was it it? is the hills no but it was like after the hills no you're thinking of like laguna beach laguna beach oh and then it was the hills hills. okay so it was laguna beach and then it was the hills so i was like i'm like the hills i'm driving i have to get dressed i'm driving into the city every day and like i'm so cool and i'm like what 19 or 20 i think i'm 20 at this point and again this medical spa was okay here's the cool thing this was a family-owned medical spa they hired me again as an receptionist Mm -hmm. slash medical assistant assistant with the promise to maybe potentially work (laughs) as an esthetician in the treatment room but at the time they had another esthetician who was in the treatment room once 
Uh, I got there. I was doing medical spa stuff and like reception stuff. And again, answering the phones, booking clients, like a lot of that customer service before I was even really hands on. I was also like numbing clients for tattoo removal. That's where I learned about Botox fillers, lasers. So that was another cool uh, opportunity that I had. I didn't look at it like, oh, I'm not in the treatment room yet. I looked at it like I'm learning another avenue, another pocket of the industry. Mm -hmm. I had the spa industry. Now I'm working in the medical spa industry. Um, And uh, I was lucky enough that the esthetician that was working there started training me just a little bit, not much. And then I slowly, I think once she left, I became like the main esthetician. So I worked there for, I think, four years, three and a half, four years. that long? Yeah. Yeah. Because I worked there from like, I worked there from 20 Mm -hmm. to 23. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So three years. Um, and you know, that's where I was doing medical grade peels. That's when the VI peel had first come out. So like we were one of the first people like doing the VI peel. So did a ton of those. We were using is clinical when it was like starting to pop off and skinceuticals and all these big companies that at the time, like not a lot of people were using. It was very like medical spa. Um, and that's where I slowly, uh, like really got my hands wet, haha, mm-hmm. no pun intended, and um, learned how to book clients, retain clients, build a clientele. I had a manager there uh, who I became friends with. She was um, older than me. Like, she was married with a family. I'm like some young 20-year-old. But she really showed me, and she was, like, growing this company's business. So I got to, I got to see how to grow a business. How to grow a business. Um, and now like talking about it and thinking about it, it's like, wow, I've like, it's so cool to like, think about it as I'm taking you guys through this journey of like, it's like, it's crazy. It's nice to re-remember. It is nice to re-remember. Um, so built a clientele there. Unfortunately, I had some personal things happen, like some crazy shit guys, which maybe we'll get into, maybe not. Um, and the, the doctor... I don't know. There was something weird. Like, literally, they just let me go one day. I was going through some shit, and they knew I was going through some shit. My clients still loved me, though. Mm -hmm. But, you know, again, they kind of threw me into a lot of things. They did give me more training than the first job, but they threw me into a lot of things um, when maybe I wasn't fully ready and just expected me, like, oh, you're an esthetician. Like, figure it out. And I'm like, okay. And I did because that's the type of person that I am. Um, and then three years in, I walked into work and they let me go with literally no explanation, no reason. And, you know, I had already been feeling ready to leave. So this was like the perfect push. And I was like, well, all right, here we go. So I think I called dad, of course. I'm sure you did. And I said, um, okay, let's like, I want to start my own business. So I literally sat down with a three-ring binder on mom and dad's couch and literally wrote a list of, like, what I needed to start a, my own business. I wanted what was the name going to be and, you know, what I needed and how much it was going to cost me. And then I f- needed to figure out – I worked backwards. So it's like, okay, I need to make $1,000 a month or a week or whatever it was. It wasn't very much at the time. Mm-hmm. It was just to survive and pay my bills. And – um 
Is the UPS yelling at us? Okay. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I I wrote a list of how much stuff I needed. I wrote a list of like how many bills I had and then I worked backwards and I figured out with dad that it was like, you know, I needed three clients a week to like survive. And I thought, okay, if I only need three clients a week, I, I think I can do this. Right? Yeah. I mean, I think that's what happened. <laughs> it is. It sounds happened. this sounds right. Yes. <laughs> Haley's nodding. Yes. Mm-hmm. So then I'm on the hunt for a room to rent. I wasn't gonna go open a spa. I just wanted to rent a room in someone else's spa, salon. Again, I'm going in, I know that estheticians can rent rooms, but I have no idea what that entails. Like literally no idea. Nope. So I go and I look at a couple rooms. Again, I think I went to Craigslist. Um, I actually, and I think I've told this story before, but I'm going to tell it again. I went to go look at a room for rent in Encino, California. If you get, if you guys don't know, it's in the Valley and it was Lori Crete's spa. If you're an esthetician, you probably know Lori Crete. If you don't go check her out. She also has a podcast. I think she calls it the beauty biz podcast. Um, and I met with her and she had a beautiful space and I had a really great conversation with her. And she was kind of showing me, okay, like it includes towels. And I'm like, oh, okay, I didn't know mm-hmm. that, but cool. Right. I'm thinking all these, you know, and here's your, like, here's where the room would be. And I just remember sitting down with her and she was so sweet. And I remember her looking at me and she's like, even if you don't take this room, like, I know you're going to like do something big. And that just always stuck with me. And I don't know why she said that, but she did. And I'm getting a little bit of chills. And, uh, it just always stuck with me. I didn't wind up renting a room from her. I wound up renting a room in Burbank, California, um, which another funny story. Are these, is this too many stories, Haley? No, I think we're good on the stories. Okay, yeah. we're good on the stories. Yeah. Hopefully you guys agree. So I'm looking for a room to rent. I go to Target and I run into my friend who I went to esthetician school with. And she goes, I'm making a shit ton of money. I'm renting a room. I'm living my best life. And I said, oh, really? I'm looking for a room to rent. She goes, I think there's another room available at the salon. And I said, oh, my God, I need to come check it out. So I go, I think she like, I go in to get, I have an appointment with her. I go like get my brows done. I hadn't seen her in years. I go get my brows done. And then I wind up meeting the salon owner and she shows me the room. And it's perfect. It's a cute little room with a sink and a cabinet. And it's in a busy salon. So there's the front of the salon with all the hairstylists. And there's this cool hallway with like four rooms in the back. There's laundry, there's all the things. And it was probably a little bit more than I wanted to spend at the time. I think it was like $225 or $250. I was taking like the smallest room. I think it was $225. But I was like, you know what? Like, this is perfect. I already know someone there who's working there. She's an esthetician as well, but she was doing waxing. So I was like, this is complimentary. I want to do facials. Um, And so I took the room. And that's really where the journey of Glow started. I had the name Glow Skincare at the time. I didn't think a lot of people were using it. Now everyone and their mom is using Glow. <laughs> I remember I thinking about like the name because of like J Lo, like the J Lo so Glow. Good. Yeah, right. Who doesn't want to look like J Lo? Hello. Who, de- who doesn't want to look like J Lo? I still want to look like J Lo. Same. Like, she looks younger than I do. Side note, don't buy her skincare, but I still want to look like her. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I rent this room and 
my friend, who is an esthetician and the one that was waxing, introduces me to dun dun dun, dun cosmetics. Best relationship ever. Honestly. Because, again, I was like, okay, I rent a room, but I don't know what I'm doing. Like, how do you get skincare? Like, back bar. I don't even think I knew the word back bar. I'm like, I didn't know what I was doing. It's not like the product just shows up in your room. And at the time, it wasn't like there was a bunch of stuff on the internet where you could be like, how do I do this? No, you had to figure it out. I had to figure it out. So I was lucky enough to have people there that kind of knew what they were doing a little bit more than me. And I just kind of followed the lead. So when people ask me how I found cosmetics, I didn't. Cosmetics found me. Thank you, cosmetics. Thank you, cosmetics. Shout out to cosmetics, by the way. My favorite skincare line. Mm -hmm. And they really are an incredible line, you guys, not to get off on a tangent, but they really are. It's not just because I've used them for a long time or I work closely with them. Like, I've always loved cosmetics. Mm -hmm. They're just so good. And I feel like their products have actually even grown with, like, not with you specifically, but they've gotten better. I mean, I've been using cosmetics this whole time since Casey found them. And their products now are so much better. It's actually amazing. I don't know what they did, but it just they just they just matured. They just became they a better, matured. They became yeah, a like everything brand. has just evolved and improved and grown over the years. Just like it should as a business, right? Mm-hmm. So you could say that with me. You could say that with cosmetics. I'm sure you could say it with a lot of other companies. Like you learn, you grow, you evolve with the times, and you hopefully get better. So now I'm renting a room. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm like, how do I get clients? I was lucky enough that I had a handful of clients from the med spa that followed me from West LA to Burbank. Okay, that's a long (laughs) drive in LA time. Um, And I was like, wow, these people are following me. This is amazing. And just these people alone are going to kind of like keep me afloat. Mm -hmm. But I wanted more. And because I'm impatient, I really wanted more. So I was sitting at the front desk when I didn't have clients and I was talking with the hairstylist and I would almost pretend to be a receptionist and like talk to the clients when they come in. I would answer the phone. So that's just another pro tip. If you're an esthetician working like in a busy place, go in the front when you're like not seeing clients. Don't hide in your room because that's where I built relationships. Mm -hmm. I also decided that I was going to do Groupon, okay? This is now 2010, I think. Mm -hmm. 2010, yeah, 2011. Mm -hmm. Groupon had just started, and then there was 10 other companies like Groupon (laughs) doing the same thing. And this is, before I say anything else, don't use Groupon or any company like that, please. Right, Hilly? I mean, back in the day, it was good, but, but barely. I mean, okay, so this is what happened. I decided to do Groupon along with a couple other companies, and it popped off. I'm not kidding you guys. too much. Too much. Like where I made $10,000 in a day. And then I went, holy shit, now I got to service all these people. And then – it was just like a it was like a cycle. It's like you couldn't stop. You just you see the group on people, then you run another group on. So I was making tens of thousands of dollars, but it was at a very discounted rate. So they wanted you to discount it. Plus then they took 50%. So, but at the time, since I was just starting on my own, I thought, well, 
$25 a facial is better than no dollars a facial. Plus, I was upgrading them, I was getting tips, and then I was rebooking them without the Groupon. And it was getting people in your your bed. It was getting people in my bed. Is that the right <laughs> way to say it? It sounds wrong, yeah. but it's actually I true. I was getting people in the treatment room. Mm-hmm. Again, I would not recommend, I would highly not recommend <laughs> doing this. Like, please don't, actually. Like, please don't. But again, I'm sharing my journey because... This is what happened. Mm-hmm. So we did that for years. Years. Like I worked for Casey years and years later. We were still running It was like bonds. two or three years later we still were. It wasn't – it was. It wasn't like – then the Groupon was like oversaturated, right? So I wasn't getting as many. I raised the prices. But we were still doing it like on the side as I was like I'm spinning the Groupon wheels and I'm spinning the client wheels and I'm working – like 10 to 15 hours a day, like crazy. And I was making decent money, but I wasn't making money. Mm-hmm. But I did make enough money to, barely, to open up my own spa. So about a year and a half in to renting a room, I'd actually hired my friend to work in my room when I wasn't seeing clients so she could take some of the group on people too. I... um decided, you know what, I love this salon and spa, I love the girls, but of course, in Casey fashion, I always want to do things a certain way, my way. Casey's way is the right way. (laughs) It's the right way for me. It is. So I start looking for commercial real estate. I'm 23 at this point. I don't really know what I'm doing. No, I'm sorry. I'm 24. I'm 24. I'm looking at commercial real estate and I find this place in Studio City. If you don't know Studio City, it's like the coolest place in the valley, right? It is very cool. And yeah. it's it's a little upscale. It's mo- way more upscale. It's like it's like the Beverly Hills of the Valley. Oh, sure. I like that. <laughs> because, you know, it's like Ventura Boulevard and they got all the cute shops and the salons and the restaurants. It's all right there. So I find this weird space <laughs> on Ventura and Laurel Canyon. I mean, those are famous streets. And I mm-hmm. was like, wow, like it had the big, you know, front window and it was right there. It had the cute little coffee shops. It was just cute, but it was connected to a gym. And so you were like sharing the building with the gym. And then there was this weird upstairs part where there was a chiropractor, but then like the studio it's, and we had this weird big gate or there was this weird big gate that would open and close. And we had to lock it with like a padlock. (laughs) Anyhow, we'll get into that part, but there was this space and it was this huge space with 16 foot ceilings. And there was four little rooms with four little doors and there was plumbing in each one of the rooms. And I said, oh, my God, I could s- visualize having the spa there. It was a gold mine. It was a gold mine. It looked like crap, though. It was mm-hmm. dirty. It was dusty. It had been being used as, like, a, a boutique. Um, But I could see the potential. And I remember at the time talking with my boyfriend, and he was like, don't do it. And I said, no, I can see it. So I did it. Mm-hmm. And for some reason – the landlord gave me the opportunity to rent the space with really like nothing but a check. You know? Good faith. Good faith. Just- I mean, he did show up to the salon that I was renting a room to like f- check me out. Mm. Do you remember that? Do you no. know that? Yeah. No, I didn't know. Haley's learning a lot in this story. Yeah, I thought I knew all this. Yeah, he showed up to the salon 
at Make the time sure it was called legit. Brandon Michaels. Mm-hmm. He showed up to Brandon Michaels and someone like was like, hey, Casey, there's some like guy here to see you. And I come out and he, he was just wanted to feel me out. Yeah. Good for him. And he and he, he shook my hand and he gave me the space. And I said, holy shit, I'm opening my own spa at 24. So I call my friend who was working for me and say, hey, you want to run a room for me and you want to continue to work for me? She says, yes. I call my other friend who I, who is next in the room next to me who introduced me to the salon, the waxer, and say, hey, I'm opening my own studio. You want to rent a room for me? She goes, yeah, I'm on board. And so then I've got three of the four rooms filled and I have a little bit of money to help pay for the rent. Mm-hmm. So then I'm searching for a fourth renter. I find a fourth renter and we move. It was I, that easy, <laughs> except for it was not. Except it was like 10 hour days of painting and ripping out tile and putting in sinks. And I was seeing clients. And then my, my boyfriend at the time is helping me, which he was a shitty boyfriend, but thank God that he did all that because he helped me so much. He d- helped me design the whole place. I have to give him a tiny bit of credit for doing that totally. and for really teaching me like about design. I mean, the space was beautiful. The space was beautiful. He had this friend who was getting rid of these two foot. Uh, I'm sorry, two nine-foot white couches, and we put them in the middle of the spa with a big chandelier with the 16-foot ceilings. It was fucking gorgeous. Stunning. It's my. It was my dream place. It's still my dream place. Mm. We can talk about that eventually. I actually wanted to do a post about, like, how, you know, bigger isn't always better. Because now I'm in the smallest, shittiest place we've probably ever been in or Glow's ever been in. It's not mm-hmm. shitty, you guys. But you know what I mean? Like, It's just different. It's just different. You would think, you know, the more the business grows, the bigger of a space you get. But that's not always necessarily true. So I just want to tell you that bigger isn't always better. And, like, don't beat yourself up if you're still renting a room or if you want to rent a room forever. Or if you get this the the space of your dreams and then – you don't have it anymore. Like things change, things happen. Also, like you have to just the, there's like the perception of uh, success, mm-hmm. and you know, don't worry about anyone else's success or perception of success. Think about what your success wants to look like for you. At the time, that's what I thought I wanted. So and you did want it. I did want it. And it was wonderful and it was such a good experience. It was an incredible experience. I learned so much. I killed myself. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I had renters coming in and out, people coming in and out. That's where I first hired Haley to work as receptionist slash spray tanner slash whatever. Yeah, scrubs, cleaning, laundry. <laughs> uh just management. Just- we were just slanging everything. We're slanging facials. We're slanging spray tans. I'm renting every corner of the studio that I can at the top of my game in that salon, in that spa. We had 13 <laughs> renters. What was I doing? You were hustling. I was hustling, guys. So I had renters. I had girls sharing rooms. I had nail techs. I had... Microblading, that's when microblading first came out. What up? We had lashes, massage. we had massage, we had everything, and it was popping off. 
Um, that's where the Beverly Housewives came and we filmed the episode. I filmed a couple other TV shows there because that was just like the spot. It was. Um, it was a good location. It was beautiful. So people wanted to put us on TV. <laughs> Fine with us. <laughs> it's like, why are they calling? But it's Studio City. So like I said before, we were sharing a wall, the building with a gym. And the gym was my landlord. The owner was my landlord. And there was some weird stuff and some weird talk. And one day I was like, what is going on? Like, And he tells me that he's selling the whole place. He's selling the gym, but he's also selling basically my lease. So these new guys come in and they're being all sketchy. And I remember one time they like went into the studio without permission and I almost lost my shit because – you know, I was a young – I'm a young female, right? I was – maybe at this time I'm how old? 26? I'm 26. And I'm like, what's going on? They tell me basically, you know, I, I, I sit them – I literally – these grown men, I'm 26. I mean, I was grown too, but they're much older than me. I sit them down. I'm like, I don't know what you're doing, but <laughs> – I'm running a business here and I need to know what's going on. And you can't just come into my studio that I'm paying thousands of dollars for. So they go, well, we we want your space and we're we're going to double your rent in three months or six months if you don't get out. And I said, OK, I work really fast. And a month later, I was out. It was so and fast. It, they had freaking whiplash it was really fast <laughs> it was <laughs> they freaked out they actually i do have to say the one nice thing is they did actually i think they felt bad and they helped me move so i found a new place in toluca lake and the only bummer was i wasn't going to be able to take all of my renters i wasn't going to be able to take everybody and it hurt my soul to let the girls know and they thought that I was doing it that they thought I was hiding things and they thought it was against them and they thought I knew stuff but I was like I'm just trying to survive I'm just trying to keep my business going so I had to downsize and I let people pick and choose who wanted to come basically and it just worked out that the people that wanted to come was enough to fill the new space. It was perfect. Yeah, it worked out. <laughs> and then looking back at that, that was a blessing in disguise mm-hmm. because I was running myself ragged trying to manage all these renters. It was just too much. So we downsized. We're in Toluca Lake. If you know me, if you've been following me, then you probably saw my Toluca Lake spa. Mm-hmm. And that's really where Glow Skin Care got its name. As you know it today. <laughs> As you know it today. Um, so, Haley, am I boring everybody yet? Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> No, I think it's interesting, and it it's showing where the whole story. It's right. like people are just seeing you, and you know you have this wonderful clientele. I mean, not not so much anymore because of COVID, oh, but yeah, hashtag COVID. Yeah, but they're seeing you, and they, you know, people get an idea, you know, and we're trying to explain. Casey started somewhere probably similar to where you are, where you have been, where you want to be. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. That's very nice of you. That's true. So at this point, we moved to Toluca Lake. Haley's not working for me at this moment. Um, Toluca Lake is a four-room spa. It's cute. Adorable. So (laughs) another crazy story. I'm like, there's so – and this isn't even all the stories, y'all. There's thousands of stories. There's thousands of stories. So I get engaged on a Friday night to my lovely husband, now Brandon, and the next day we move the spa (laughs) to Toluca Lake. And again – whiplash 
And Brandon and I get married. We go on our honeymoon. And I'm sharing that we're in Australia. We have the best freaking honeymoon ever. It's my dream come true to go to Australia with my husband. Literally, dream come true. Can't say that. I'll just keep saying it. Dream come (laughs) true. Love Australia. Been obsessed with Australia since I was a kid, just like I was obsessed with beauty and lipstick. And so it was like one of those boxes I got to check off. Mm -hmm. And while I'm sharing on Instagram, and I think Snapchat at the time, our amazing honeymoon, people are intrigued. They're interested. They're like, I can't wait to see where you're going to go tomorrow. They're watching my life. And there's a light bulb that comes on. Ding. Ding. Wait. Instead (laughs) of sharing my fabulous vacation, which really doesn't do anything for me, what if I share my business? What? (laughs) (laughs) So that's when, you know, enter Instagram. Mm -hmm. I had an Instagram that I'd mess around with, but I didn't know what I was doing. But then I realized I should just share, like I was sharing my personal life, but share my business. Hi, it's me. <laughs> We're going to do a facial today. And I just started messing around with it. Like, not no pressure. I just was trying. I'd also, another weird story, was I needed some, I was like, okay, if I'm going to do this, like, I need pictures. I need, right? I need yes. pictures. Yes. I need content. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm doing, but I need pictures, right? <laughs> um. And this girl emails me. She cold emails me. And she goes, hi, I'm a photographer and I'm doing like a business special. It's like $200 for however many pictures. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is perfect. This girl emails me. So I book a shoot with Lexis, who is now my photographer for the past how many years now? How many years ago was that? Uh, Almost four four years. Lexus is a shout out to Lex. Mm -hmm. She's an incredible artist. She's an incredible photographer. She takes most of our pictures for the magazine, for Instagram. She draws our really cute stickers Mm -hmm. and a lot of our graphics. Lexus is amazing. But all she did was cold email me. And all I did was respond. And then we blossomed into this. Yeah, you've grown. (laughs) She's grown. And we love her. I mean, she's literally the best. She's the best. And we grew together. Like, we learned how to do these shoots together. She had a natural ability. So did I. And then we just kind of combined creative forces. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing. Now we just – I love creating content with her. I love, love, love. Um, So anyhow, I have this new married confidence. I'm going to Instagram (laughs) and – like, here I am world. So I start sharing pictures and I start sharing my esthetician knowledge because at this point, I'm like 10 years, I think, into the industry or something like that. So I just start pumping it out and start sharing. I don't put a lot of pressure on myself. I don't worry about what other people are doing. I just start sharing what I like to share, which is skincare. At this point, I have a couple renters and I have one employee. So that was another thing. I went from the 13 renters down to two renters. And I said, you know what? I want more control in my business. The renters are great because they were kind of paying my bills. But what if I get someone to work for me? I have a little bit more control of what they're doing. I also have the knowledge to train them on how I want it done. That's how I built my clientele. I have a full Mm -hmm. clientele at this point. And um, I just wanted more control of who was coming in and out of the studio. 
uh, that winds up turning into getting or getting rid of all the renters and having all employees after, I don't know, a year or two. Mm -hmm. Because again, I want a control of, and it's not to control people, but it's like I wanted glow skin care to be presented a certain way. Because I think that's important in this industry. You want to look the part of an esthetician. Your spa wants to, you want your spa to look clean and good. There's all these things that eventually we'll get into in one of these episodes. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, where are we now, Haley? That's like a lot of things. I build the Instagram. And then everything's going. Everything's great. I have employees come in and out. That's normal. I was helping these girls grow their businesses and their own clientele's, I find it rewarding, and then COVID hits. Mm -hmm. And, like, we don't know what to do. A 180. 180. And I try and keep things going for a minute, and then I literally have an epiphany that I'm like, this isn't going away tomorrow, Mm -hmm. and I can't string myself along. I can't string this business along, and I can't string along the other people that are involved in this business. And also, like, I might not survive, right? I'm like, I got to pay my bills. I got to eat. You know, I just bought in a house. It's like, (laughs) sorry, but I got to make sure that, like, my family is taken care of. I'm taken care of. And I was like, after shutdown number two, I'm like, things are not looking good. So I get rid of of my entire crew, except Haley, I moved the business twice, mm-hmm. and here we are. Here it, we are. It's back just in Woodland Hills. Back in Woodland Hills. It's January 2021. In California, we are still shut down, which means I still cannot see clients. So I, I hate the word pivot because everyone's using it, but I pivoted five bazillion times. And I think also as an esthetician, as a business owner, on as an entrepreneur, you need to be agile, right? Mm-hmm. You need to be flexible. And I also learned to go with the flow. I could have let any of those things in the past deter me, right? If they had, you know, they wanted to double my rent, I could have just said F it. Mm-hmm. If, I mean, there's so many times when I could have just said like thrown in the towel, but I love this industry. And there's mm-hmm. so many different avenues you can take in this industry. And unfortunately, with COVID, it didn't really give me an option to be in the treatment room anymore, which is really where my passion started. And I think most of us. But that doesn't mean we can't do other things No, for the time being. There's so many options. So that's where I always try and use – like in this – Just take COVID as an example in your life when something doesn't go the way that you want it to go. Instead of stressing about the way that it didn't go, why don't we just move forward? Mm -hmm. You could sit on it for 100 years and cry. And believe me, I've cried a lot the Mm -hmm. past year. But I didn't let it hold me down. I was ready to move on to the next thing. And I guess at the end of the day, what I'm saying is I encourage you to do the same thing. If you don't get the job that you wanted, if you don't, right, if you don't land that job interview, if you're not renting a room yet, if you're not working for yourself yet, if you're not at the place where you want to be, or if you are at the place you thought you wanted to be and it doesn't look the way that you wanted it to, change it. Now that you've heard most of my story, mm-hmm. you know that it hasn't been all glitz and glam. 
It hasn't always been easy. You've been forced into making really hard decisions. As most people will find when owning a business, there are going to be tons of decisions you have to make that you don't want to make. Correct. So, and also, even if you're not a business owner, if you're thinking about a business owner, know that you'll have to make some hard decisions. And sometimes there's other people in your life that think they're doing you're doing it to hurt them Mm -hmm. what you're really doing is just trying to make the best decision for yourself and again i highly encourage you to make the best decision for yourself first whether you're working for someone else whether you're renting a room or whether you have a full-blown spa do the best thing for you and the more that you do the best thing for you i promise you the more successful you'll be and the more happy more happy is that a happier the happier Mm -hmm. you'll be i'm in such i feel like i'm in such a good place right now professionally because of the hard decisions it makes what i do now so much more rewarding Mm -hmm. um but yeah i mean (sighs) that's a lot that's a a lot whoo And again, that's not even honestly half of it. That's like the Reader's Digest version. I feel like I could write an entire book just about what happened. And, you know, Haley was saying, as a business owner, you have to make hard decisions, which is true. But also as an esthetician, even if you're not a business owner, you have to make a lot of hard decisions, right? You have to navigate your clients, right? And sometimes they're going to want something that's actually not good for them. And Mm -hmm. you might disappoint them, right? That Mm -hmm. happens a lot, Right. You need to be I think that's another thing. You need to be honest with yourself and you need to be honest with your clients. There's so many times where I've literally had people get up off the treatment bed because they had something with their skin where they couldn't be treated. They've got mm-hmm. a cold sore. They've got a rash. They've got a gash on their face. They just use retinol. They got a sunburn. And I. You know, I could have just gone through with the treatment and destroyed their face even more, put cold sores all over their face, or I could make the hard decision and maybe disappoint them in Mm -hmm. that moment, but know that I'm making the right decision so I don't destroy their face. (laughs) Yeah, sorry, no facial today. (laughs) So I guess what I'm saying is use my story and implement it into your life, into your career as an esthetician. Mm -hmm. Um. You know, uh, skincare is my first love, and we're going to be talking a lot of skincare on this mm-hmm. podcast. I love skincare. I love beauty products. Like, give it to me all, like I said in the beginning. But I just wanted to share my story since so many of you ask, and I hope it's somewhat relatable, and I hope that it brings you – I don't want to say motivation, but just know that, like – you're not alone. Yeah, that's a good thing for people to know. You're not alone. And it wasn't just like I climbed up the esthetician ladder and here I am. Ta-da! I have a <laughs> podcast and a magazine and all the things that I have. Because mm-hmm. it, it it's not like that, right? No. And you're still doing the grunt work at the end of the day. I am still doing the grunt work. But I do have to say, I do miss being in the treatment room. So we're going to get a lot of people on here that are in the treatment room, who want to be in the treatment room, who 
what else? We're ge- we're just getting people in here. Yeah, education. We're talking education. We're talking skincare. I also want to talk about skincare's best accessories, which are brows, lashes, makeup. What else? Hair, Waxing, which is shoes. Shoes. We're talking shoes. We're talking all the things. I'm going to leave you with one thing, talking about shoes. If you are a licensed professional <laughs> and you are working with an open toe shoe, please stop. I don't know the laws in every state as I work in California, but I know here in California, you are required to wear closed toe shoes. This is not only for just aesthetics, but it is for the safety of your toes. And I, I'm just going to say it, and you might disagree with me, and that's okay. I think it's kind of creepy <laughs> if my estheticians toes are out while they're giving me a facial i don't know why Haley. what do you think i think (laughs) if you're a blue collar worker you put socks on and you put shoes on or put a cute flat on i get you want to like slip on your flip-flops and shuffle into work to do your facials and you want to be comfortable don't be shuffling into work either. <laughs> but Can you know we what? take you five the, minutes? You know, like the flip-flop shuffle? Like, yes, I know it. But like, Mm-mm. okay, if you really need to wear your flip-flops to work, that's fine. <laughs> but at work, you need to have a pair of clean socks and a pair of shoes or something well, like said, to cute, cover your toes. Cover your toes. <laughs> you know, it's Can just, we do a mule? Even Is if, a mule okay? Mule's fine. I just agree. Toes covered. No it's toes. just a thing of mine. Like I said, you can disagree with me. You can take my advice or not. But if I see you with your toes out and you're going to give me a facial, I might not come back. That's just my thing. And I'm going to get into a lot of my things. And like I said, take what you want. Put other stuff in the trash. This is just my opinion. (laughs) This is what has helped me in my career, right? It's all about setting the tone, looking a certain way, which, again, we'll get into. Mm Mm-hmm. So, any last words, Haley? Oh, me? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) I think it is very interesting for you to talk about your story, and it was good for me to hear. There's a lot I didn't know about. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, when you're getting into the industry, just just focus on what you want. Don't worry about all the riffraff. Don't worry about other people. You need to take care of yourself. That is most important. And yeah, sometimes things aren't going to go the way you want them to. They're probably not going to go the way you want them to. Yes, let's be honest. honest. They're probably not. But there's always silver lining. Mm -hmm. None of my career went the way that I thought it. But I am so happy that I'm sitting here with you right now doing what we're doing. Hopefully helping, educating, growing learning with mm-hmm. the esthetician community yeah that is the goal of i'm this here podcast for it and of my life that because like in my story there's so many times i wish i'd had a little bit more help and that's why i'm here you guys mm-hmm. i'm here to help you because i wish there was someone that would have helped me yeah use us use us let us be a guide for you when we can yeah Ask us questions. And remember, your story is going to look a lot different than mine. And your version of success is a lot different than mine. Mm -hmm. And that is the beauty of life. It is beautiful. (laughs) It is. I love that. I love it too. Okay. I'm tired. I'm hungry. (laughs) I just blabbed for literally an hour. That's impressive. Even for you. 
I think I covered everything. Thank you guys for listening. I hope this brought you some value. If it did, please write us a review on iTunes. It takes three seconds. Um, We appreciate you supporting, listening, buying the magazine, the towels, the cold rollers, all those amazing things. Membership. Oh, yeah, the membership, too. Don't forget mm-hmm. to sign up for the membership. And, and, dun dun dun, dun. Don't forget to text us, oh, okay? Yeah. Hit us up. Hit us up. Let me get the phone number because I don't have it memorized yet. I have it memorized. Okay, good. Haley, you give it to us okay. then. Okay, it's, uh, you can probably double check me, but it's 747-444-4318. And what should they text us today, Haley? Um, I want to know what your favorite shoes to wear to work are. Oh, yes. Okay, text us your favorite shoes to wear to work, and then we'll send, like, the first 10 of you something cute in the mail. I made these fun postcards. That might be nice. Yeah. That have shoes on them. Well, duh. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. It's not implied, but it's implied to me. Duh. So, yeah, skincare, shoes, lifestyle, like I said. This is more than a magazine and a podcast. This is a lifestyle, Mm -hmm. the lifestyle of an esthetician and beauty lover. All right, you guys. Thank you. For the day. We got a lot of stuff to do. We do. We love you, and we can't wait to record again soon. All right. Bye. Bye.